0: Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views on the Friends on Podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Moth. We got like a real SUNY education reunion up in here. <laughs> Buffalo Binghamton's up in here, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's glad to have my people's in the building, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like always I have people introduce themselves, so starting with my partner to the
1: right.
2: It's your boy Clip now
1: Madeline
3: Mosler, hi. Hi, everyone. Steiner Woodruff.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, like I said, you know, the State University of New York is strongly represented here. You know, people with their college degrees, you know, doing their thing, stuff like that. Went to have them come on and, you know, discuss what they got going on in in their life and stuff like that. Shout out to UB. We won yesterday in the football (laughs) game. We did our thing, you know what I'm saying? Side note, shout out to the Giants, you know, got their first win. But, you know, after the Cowboys last last week. Yeah, wh- whatever, you know what I'm saying? Cowboys and suck.
1: a real Buffalo girl oh, from Buffalo. <laughs> you yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> to be remiss to not you, mention that. You guys look good today. Yes. You Minnesota, guys look good today, we're still you know saying? Saying? Are we still winning. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know what, we're going to start. We always like to have, you know, we cordial you and have a ladies first. So, Madden, we'll have you. You know, let us know what you got going on with yourself.
1: Well, I am here in New York. I'm a family law attorney. That's my specialty. I practice mostly in Queens, family court. I do divorces. I do some other law, too, but main, my main focus is helping the community as I can um, as far as family law goes, child support. It's amazing. And
0: child support's a big deal because a lot of men either aren't, you know, doing what they need to do or feel like they're unjustly restricted with the child support and have no ways around this. I know that's definitely something that's I up. see
1: it both ways. It's, it's the men and, and the women. I, I think we're both struggling, but what our community really needs is someone who understands both sides and the issues that affect us directly to represent them. So that's, I just started my own practice. Nice. Um, I went on my own. I've been practicing family law for a while, but I'm on my own and I'm helping people my way. So it's oh, great. That's beautiful. <laughs> what about
0: you?
3: Well, for me, I have a brain that I was Created. Uh, yes, but, Let
0: me see the brand. Oh,
3: well, You I guys always, you know, I, I
0: rotate, I got <laughs> two shirts, I rotate all the time, you know what I'm saying, live life, love life, the brand, but
3: let all me... All day, every day, and I thank you for that, yeah. you know. Um, back in 2008, I started the brand, well, actually, no, 2009, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, 2008, when everything went kind of, the up market for me. went, hell, right, A-way. and in 2009, I lost everything, and the creation of the brand started in 2009. You know, I've been an entrepreneur ever since then because it forced me to be different, think different, because I wanted to come out with change. Mm-hmm. Um, and You know, I, I try to you know spread a message, a positive message through fashion, if it's doing things that inspire people, more so inspired or uninspired, in other words, to start living life more. Mm-hmm. You know, we get caught up in our lifestyle, you know, if it's going to work, if it's, you know, family, if it's, you know, friends or whatever, sometimes we never give back to ourselves and the brand is more so trying to say, give back to yourself. Yeah. You know, you know, have fun with life. Don't feel that, you know, you're born and it's a small crawl to the grave. No, you know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a slow crawl to the grave, I apologize. Yeah. But, you know, you want to a- enjoy your life and be filled with so much happy memories. And,
0: and, you know, just the, the title of the brand is beautiful. Live life, love life. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we're just living and, like, under status quo, we we don't love the life, we don't love the things that we're doing, we don't love the jobs that we have, you know? And that's why it's it's important for us to build platforms and build our own brands and build, you know, ways to get out our voice, get Mm -hmm. our dreams going, you know? So it's beautiful to have two entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. you know, on the set, you know, one doing things with fashion, one doing their own thing in the legal system, and it's, and it's beautiful to see, you know, people of color taking those kind of chances. Mm-hmm. Like, us on the other end, we're like, you know, we have our brand as far as, you know, Views from the Friend Zone as a show. And we're, you know, also trying to get our stuff out there. So it's kind of, we're still stuck in the nine to five, or mm-hmm. him, nine to 24 <laughs> hour clock kind of grind. Mm-hmm. But you know, it. I say that to say, you know what, to follow your dreams, there's course to it. There's right. sacrifices you have to make. And that's going to be the first topic we discuss, the course of our dreams, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, our parents don't necessarily, our parents gave us the blueprint to work hard, go to school, get a good right. job, and right. if you work at that good job for 30 years, they. Get, right. it used to be you get a gold watch, or you know, <laughs> those kind of theories, but now we know that there's no loyalty in the workforce. Right. As the markets change, you know, people are let go easily, you know. You said how you started the brand in 2009. I, I got laid off in late 2008 myself mm-hmm. when, like, you know, the, the real estate bubble happened. And even though I was – I actually was entertainment. I was working in radio on the finance side. With so much – with the market crashing, the radio um, network in New York went from having six different accounting departments to one accounting department wow. for six radio stations. So they were just laying people off. To consolidate, I say that to say this, you know, the market could affect you at any time. So unless you kind of control your destiny, you're mm-hmm. always subject to, you know, what the market says. So the course of your dreams, right? That's the first stop. The sub-question is, what sacrifices have you had to make to chase your dreams?
1: Ladies first. I'm, I'm going to defer to Steiner first. Okay. But okay. I have to say, because I'm kind of blown away right now, Yeah, I remember it had to be in 2009. Sitting at your kitchen table with a yellow piece of paper with the slogan, the brand. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna do, Madeline. This is what I'm planning, this is what I wanna trademark. Yeah. And
0: I remember, you know, having like different, you know, sit downs with him about the branding stuff around the time. So it's nice just to see it fruition, but go ahead.
1: Number one sacrifice is time. Like it's funny how I think people see the end result now but there's so much that goes into it beforehand and to see how far his brand has come from kitchen table to, to, to today I asked the man for a t-shirt I can't get one <laughs> it's too late and, and, and not, not
0: to even promote but just to like see like you know reggae artists shouting it out mm-hmm. i think it was miss trinidad you know like just Mr. yes yeah. you know what i'm saying like, to see different people giving the shout out and the love and I know it's the hard work and the sacrifice, and it's just only the beginning. But, you know, like you said, time's a sacrifice. What about you? What, what sacrifices have uh, you had to you make to change the dress? You know,
3: you know it's, it's... Sacrifice is part of this game. Um, it, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to jobs that you do, because, you know, it's your passion. It's a love. It's you trying to leave your mark. -hmm. On this world before you leave. You know, um, I sacrifice everything. I mean, I'm talking about sometimes I got a dollar in my pocket, you know, because I believe in this brand so much. I believe the message in which it states that it can help awaken folks to start living their life and loving it. And if you think about it, with the words or the message is saying, live life, love life. Yeah. If you start living your life, you're going to start loving your life. Right.
0: yeah and so, there's a difference between living and existing right? right so I think a lot of times we just exist right. we wake up we follow a routine we wait to, we wait every two weeks to get that kind of thing and we kind of like you know are just you know in a rat race right. or zombies into it but we don't necessarily chase life with passion or think about our own right. dream you know when
3: I when you when you asked the question with the sacrifice again I just want to go back quick for that you gotta think about everything about your life that you're doing, you know, and you just gotta be you just gotta be different. I wanna be different. I don't wanna live the average life like you said, and mm-hmm. come back and, you know, get up five o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to work for eight o'clock and then be at work hating my job. Then mm-hmm. they telling me when to wake up, when to clock out, when to eat lunch, when to go to sleep. You have no control.
1: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, and like you said, some people are okay with that, but I am not. You know. I believe that if you just get out your own way and start living your life, you're going to see changes. You're going to start seeing that you're not sacrificing as much because when you go to work, you sacrifice so much. Your mm-hmm. mental health is something that's major that is going on. And I tell people, you have to protect your peace, your peace of mind. And work is one of those things that destroys it. Okay? And then along the people who we work around because if they're not <laughs> happy with themselves, you yeah. that negative
2: energy. So they invite that you energy go. into your life.
0: So, Cliff, what sacrifices you think you've had to make to chase your dreams?
2: I mean, I used to play high school and college basketball. I'm not playing high school and college basketball right now. Now the sacrifices of me is basically I'm just trying to make sure that my daughter's good and, you know, I'm a new parent and Aww. building for my family. So sacrifices, like, a lot of the times um, my wife would go to, like, dance class. She'd start dance class whatever. I will do 16 hours five days a week. So then, so you do sixteen hours parties a week? A sacrifices is, is not being in little parties, and little events. Yeah. You have to be with your daughter, but I'm doing that now, so she can go to Catholic school. She she can have a trust fund when right. she go to college and make you know certain decisions, better decisions than I made when I was not going to college. So sacrifices, you know, just putting in extra hours, building my family. You know. So, Madam, I want you to more discuss your <laughs> sacrifice, right? Because
0: it's I, I think right? of your sacrifice twofold, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> one.
1: Can I sit up a little bit? Like sure.
0: I'm, yeah, so okay. one, the you know, the concentration of law that you chose isn't the most lucrative of the law, you know, the law concentrations as far as this traditionally, like, you know, sure. doing corporate law to make a whole boatload of money. It, it takes passion to do the law that you do. Right. And then you, te- you stepping out on faith and doing your own thing is another kind of sacrifice. So discuss right. those two things.
1: Um, You know... M- My life is kind of interesting. It was not very um, planned. It wasn't like I sat and was like, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I don't think anything went like that for me. I had two children by the age of 20. I had no college education. I didn't start undergrad and meet all you wonderful people until I was 21. In fact, not to digress, interesting story, how I meet Marv. I didn't even have a computer when I went to school. So I would see Marv in the library at like 1 in the morning after I've already worked eight hours. I got off at 11 just to do my homework. So like I started a pattern of not sleeping at 21 just to get that undergraduate degree that took me five and a half years with my two little ones in tow. And um, from there, from the classes that I took at UB, I developed an interest in social work and I started going towards my masters in social work. In the meantime, I got divorced and became a single mom of two trying to go to school. And from there, I I somehow ended up in law school. And, uh, you know, all of that was sacrificed, moving from my family and my home and what I knew in Buffalo to New York um, by myself, essentially, with two kids and a dog. (laughs) (laughs) There's sacrifice the whole way. There's, you know, you go to law school and you have kids that have parents that were attorneys. Um, You have kids that don't have to worry about bills, they don't have to cook dinner for children, they don't have to do laundry. And it's very intimidating. And then again, you know, when I was talking about people that you're around with negative energy, I got a ton of that in law school. I got, they saw me, and I guess I present kind of younger than I am. I had the two little girls, and they thought I was just some ghetto check who didn't belong there. Yeah. And I was treated that way by my peers, a lot of them. And it was a lot. It was a lot mentally. It was a lot financially. And -hmm. it was a lot just physically on your body. Staying up, studying. Taking the bar, I mean, the whole way through. It's a process. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, name a sacrifice, I probably made it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about
0: the sacrifice of leaving the working for someone and just deciding to do your own thing.
1: I'm going to be honest and say I was probably forced into it. One, by, you know, m- my boyfriend, who's an entrepreneur. He's completely thinks there's no benefit in working for someone, and so he would keep drilling that into me. But I was okay with my job. I was happy with it. Um, you know, I had the benefits. You know, what everyone, our parents tell us, get a job with benefits. Yeah. I had that and that was supposed to be my golden ticket. Yeah. But it turned on me. Um, I was portrayed wrongly by my job. I didn't like the way I was portrayed. Nobody had my back. And I say nobody, the higher ups, my actual core team always had my back. The people I actually interact with, they work with, they know me as a person. And it just became a thing like, you know, I I don't need anyone to do what I do. I don't need anyone to tell me to rein in my passion. Mm
2: -hmm. I don't need
1: anyone to tell me how to treat other people in my community. How are you going to tell me how to treat this single mother with two little kids? when You're not a single mother with two kids. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I have this power. And I think some people are not used to seeing a woman with that kind of power who looks kind of young, who had like... They want to assume that you don't have the experience to help others the way that you want to. And when you tell them, when I tell them what I've done and what I've been through, they're surprised. Mm-hmm. And they don't really, um, I guess, accept that you actually have that kind of emotional intelligence that you also need to do a good job yeah. until they see it. Yeah. And I figured the best way I can do that, which I found out now, is to be on my own and to do it my way and, and to see how people are drawn to me better without having that corporate overhead over me.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I I think even if I can answer like the sacrifice of chasing your dreams, me personally is just like sacrificing sleep and just always mapping out what are you going to do next? (laughs) You know, not living, not completely living on you know, the the setbacks that you have, or the or the small victories, or the defeats, but just realizing you have to continue to just keep forward. How do I grow? How do I expand myself? How do I expand my voice? How do I expand my brand? It's things that you know, people people see sometimes the final product, a show you do, something like that, and just think, okay, you know what, that looks easy, but it's just like you know, there's a lot of emotional sacrifice there's a lot of yes. anxiety mm-hmm. that you deal with you I know 100%. what I'm saying it's a lot of questioning yourself are you doing the right thing but you know what you just gotta realize chasing dreams you know comes with you know not knowing the journey the GPS is all. I was talking with a friend yesterday and I was telling him like you know what I'm still chasing my dream, but I feel like the GPS is calculating right now. You know, like your right. GPS gets out of whack right, and it's right, calculating. Right, right. So right now I feel like the journey is being calculated right now. It's being rerouted, but you know, you can't give up.
3: And, so, and there's nothing wrong with that because you know, you know, like you said, you know, everybody see the glam and the glitter of the aftermath and that's with every business that we look at, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're a well-established brand that's out there making billions of dollars or somebody who's small and still trying to come up because the steps that we take as entrepreneurs behind the scenes, the sacrifices, lack of sleep, the, our bank accounts—you know, almost empty. You student know, student
1: loans, other bills. Student that we loans. Right. <laughs> you know,
3: there's so much. You know, time with our family. I mean, you guys—you know—you got a kid. You got mm-hmm. kids. You know, mm-hmm. and. People don't understand. I don't have no kids as yet, but I can imagine when you work in crazy amount of hours or going after your passion because you want to take care of your family, your kids are still growing up, mm-hmm. life is still happening. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And people don't understand how much we we sacrifice day in day out to better our craft because they say, what is it like? I think to be an expert in your craft, you have to put in five thousand hours. You know, and that's a lot of time if you think yeah. about it. So it drives you to the point of, or the break of like you want to go insane mm-hmm. and to combat that you always have to remember you know like Eric Thomas would say you know I love listening to him I, I love motivational Michael. speaker yeah. know your why Yeah, you know know your why and yes, you know you gotta remember getting up in the morning and say look if you uh, you know I had to work a regular job I still do you know right. what I'm saying and it's okay cause you know what I still gotta fund my business even though he's bringing its money on his own and also my life, you know, and there's so much we have to do, you know, outside of that, and take on, and, you know, stepping away from the, the, the nine to five, it's scary for many, yeah. but me as a person, like I, I, my friends of them think I'm crazy, I just walk away, if I'm this tired of it, I walk away, because yeah. I believe in what I'm doing for my brand, my brand believes in me, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that we have to always remember, believe in your brand, but mostly believe in you mm-hmm. as a person, because you know what your brand
0: you. is an extension of yourself. It is. You know? Well, that's it what is. I
1: was gonna say. Like, the main thing with any of this is um, the roadblock. It's not. It's not all sacrifice. It's the roadblocks that we set for ourselves and mm-hmm. our minds and putting limits on ourselves. Like, you know, I have to speak. I guess not for all of Buffalo, but some people in Buffalo. You know, it's a small town. It, mm-hmm. There's only a certain number of. Good jobs. Let's just say that. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's a general blanket statement. But, you know, if you're from Buffalo, you know where you work. You work for National Fuel. You work for HSBC. You work, you know, which I did, HSBC Mortgage, for a number of years. That was my 9-to-5 job that I hated, but I had to go there every single day until I could get to my dream. Mm -hmm. So it's just like if you are one of those people that works in insurance customer service, mortgage customer Mm -hmm. service, National Fuel, Geico, It's fine if that's where you want to be, but don't think that's where you have to be. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, I worked there for 10 years with no college education. And even after that, with what people would assume to be roadblocks, I was able to actually live my dream and be... I didn't even know what my dream was. I just knew that what I was doing wasn't fulfilling, and I knew that I was capable of doing doing more. I didn't know what that was, but I didn't allow myself to say, like, you know, this is a good job. I'm making decent money. I have a home. Let me just stay here and be comfortable. Man.
0: And, and, you know, being content sometimes is our worst enemy. Yeah. Right? It is. Yeah. Because, it you is. know, I sit back and say, you know what? I work for this huge company. You know, I have a nice condo. I drive a nice car, you yeah. know, whatever. But it's just like... I know I can do so much more, so I can't let myself be content, mm-hmm. right? Because content is that devil saying, oh, don't worry about it. You don't have to do bigger. You're good there. And that that's the worst thing you can do because you cloud your potential. Right. You know, you don't really see, you know, what you can truly do when you when you breathe in content. The next question I have is, how have you dealt with a lack of support? And, like, this is something that's really that hurts me, right? Because it's just like you see yourself doing something good, you know, you enjoy what you're doing and you know that you're producing like a quality content, quality product, but then it's just like sometimes the support doesn't follow. Mm-hmm. And it hurts sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I sit back and am like, man, like, you know, why why aren't people supporting me like I want them to support me? You can't take it personal because not everyone believes in your brand or the extension of what you're doing, but it hurts sometimes the lack of support. So, Stana, how have you dealt with the lack of support? The
3: lack of support, I have to be my own cheerleader. You yes. know I do have support in certain aspects don't get it wrong now. There are certain close friends like Marv you know is one of my good supporters. you know I have my friend Naomi and you know my friend Michelle, you know who's also the owner of Jumikai and you know uh, took on you know the brand in the store and so forth like that. you know and I have different support that people believe in me to help push the brand and make it possible. You know, and wear it, and 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 just do things. But the other support, I mean, coming from the number of friends I thought I had from back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, certain family members, it's it's hard because you know, there's one thing when you are in, you know, you have family support, right? Mm-hmm. But family, you know, they might say, okay, you will be okay. This is without business now, but they don't understand the type of support you need as a entrepreneur or a business owner. Yeah. That's a whole different type of mental support we need because every day we wanna quit. I am not gonna to lie to you, every day I wanna quit my brand, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. you know, But I critique myself that hard, but I always remind myself my why. you know, Because even though without the support, I have to be my own cheerleader, I have to keep on pushing myself, I have to believe in my brand just like it believes in me. Mm-hmm. I have to wake up every morning and smile and tell myself, you know what, my brand got my back no matter what. Those who got my back as well outside of my brand, I love them. I tell them I love them. You know why? And even somebody who is just a customer, thank you so much for supporting my brand. You know, I would love everyone to be wearing my brand out there, but I know, hey, it's okay. But one day. One day. One right. day. One you day. Know? You know, but right now, in terms of the personal support, it's, I have those who are close to me, but the lack of it in some aspects, it's hard. It It is draining mentally and emotionally because some folks don't understand what we go through yeah. and they feel that we're okay but sometimes we're not. Sometimes a, a text or call will say, hey, are you okay? How's the brand doing? I could say, yeah, it's doing great. I, I think
0: another thing we have to realize and, um, you know, it, this, this, you know, the beautiful thing about him also being one of the co-hosts of the show is this is like one of my best support systems because mm-hmm. sometimes I get to the point where it's like, you know, I know what we're doing is dope Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I have strangers who will reach out and be like, yo, I just caught the show because somebody shared it, and I enjoyed it. And then, you know, they have these little, you know, dialogues in your inbox, but it's just like people who, who you would think support you and push you won't. And then you have to also realize sometimes, and not everyone, but sometimes it's, it's the lack of, see they don't want to see you take off, right? right? Because once you take off, it reminds them that they're not doing stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. That, I but to
2: piggyback what it is it's, it's like even um, one of my closest friends and my college roommate he's a sports agent right and I told him I, and in the conversation we had well, I was like listen man some of the pictures you've taken you know it's good to promote your brand but be careful because people's not going to help you if they feel like you made it already right mm-hmm. so that's why it's hard sometimes to even share a video or do this right. even with your brand because if people's like Wow, I'm helping this dude. This dude already made it already. Right. And the scary thing but, about it is a lot of people a lot of people is insecure about right. certain things because you got something going on. But right. you so, know, Rihanna already made it, but we still go crazy because, because you don't Princey you can't stuff. touch Rihanna. You Rihanna <laughs> Rihanna's a, somebody that you you like her music. She's in the industry and you okay with that. But if me and you grew up together, right, and I have my business taken off and you're not in this a happy space, you like, man. I'm not gonna help out Cliff well, I'm helping out Cliff He already got the money mm-hmm. And that's what's happening With society in general Even right. with social media Like my boy's a sports agent And he got NFL players And basketball players And he he, didn't, he hasn't taken off The way he's supposed to already And I'm telling him Keep grinding But I said bro Be careful who you're Trying to network with Because right. everybody's Not your friend And every time I tell him That he see little things That people are doing You know that That show's like that. Wow like really But you know what it is it's about like you said, believing in yourself, taking the time and effort, even with even with his show. Like right. he was on another podcast, you know. It was it was a good situation, whatever. It didn't work out. I told him when he started his own his own show, I said, you know what, just keep pushing forward. He wrote a book, he does rap music, he does poetry, he does a lot of the talented things, but he has to push it. And I keep telling him, keep yeah. going. Because listen, you always go go back to work and do a nine to five. Your brand is your brand. You gotta be able to to push that. But sometimes people even people will see your social media automatically think that you made it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. what's
2: scary about what you put out there. So my, yeah. how, you know? how have
0: you dealt with a lack of support?
1: You know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think and maybe I've been really blessed to have so much overwhelming overwhelming support that's, that's from beginning thing. to end. I mean, I have a huge family and they've been great. I have a huge network of attorneys that are always, when I want to quit, they're telling me to keep going. Mm-hmm. And... They, I mean, support me in any way you can think of, With whether it's with cases, with just offering help, just being a listening ear, letting me vent on Facebook. They're the comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I, I can't think of um, lack of support. However, um, I mean, if if it's happening, it's probably behind my back. Y'all would yeah. know before <laughs> me. Yeah. But not, I, I haven't had that situation um, Yet I don't okay. think so.
0: And you know I, I think also it's beautiful because of you know you having a prof, you know a quote unquote profession mm-hmm. as far as it's it's kind of harder for people to hate because they they know the work that you put in.
1: However, <laughs> <laughs> they know the work However. they put in, and they they can't really
0: take it away from you.
1: Except we do get uh, someone wrote I think a blogger wrote something that was shared with me about the lawyer booty calls. In like in essence that she was saying that like people hit her up in the middle of the night like, Hey, what you doing? I got a legal question for you. Like the yes. <laughs> people want to use your
0: services for hey, free. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know.
1: So but you know, I, I do get those calls and I, I actually I don't push them away. I don't feel any type of way about that because you know what? My grandfather, who recently passed away, so, excuse yeah. me. Um, Thank you. He he really believed in family, Mm -hmm. and he really believed in supporting black people as a community of minorities, and I think he always instilled in me to help others where I could. And for me, I know I wouldn't have got to this point if I didn't have the help of very key individuals and community helping me get to this point. So... You can call me in the middle of the night with a legal question. I will. Don't ask say that. This. I can do. Don't this. say that. You got to say it with it. limitations, right? Uh-huh. Because now, you know people take advantage. But, but that's what it is, and that's what it should be about. And you know, if there's people that take advantage, then they take advantage. But there's generally people that really want help or they really have a question. I mean, if yeah. it's a real big thing, of course, you know, it's more than just a question. Yeah. But, you know, that that's the only thing that people say with lawyers. lawyer. You guys are selling products. It's different. Right. Yeah, yeah. But so, services, they try to get for free. So the
0: last question I have on this topic and then we'll move on to the next topic is, and you said something that, that's critical is knowing your why. So that's a beautiful thing because that's something that I'm going to take from you. But the question is, what do you do when you feel like giving up? And, and what makes sure you don't?
3: So, giving up um, to me is the easy way out. Mm-hmm. You know, I played sports, you know, just about my entire life. You know, played football at UB, you know, high school football, ran track. And it's easy to give up mm-hmm. life if we want to. And I, you know, I was telling you a little bit earlier, you know, if somebody wants to, at one point, when my brand was, a, uh, uh, or where before my brand was even created, I wanted to give up on life, you know? And it was a a simple question and answer that came from my mom that changed my whole thought about giving up, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, th- there's a part I was, you know, where I was like down and out, and I wanted this end life, period. Mm-hmm. And I heard a movie. I was watching a movie, actually. And the question was, are you existing? Or you exi- are you existing? Are you living or you existing? I apologize. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't answer that question. And I asked my mom the same question. You know what she said to me? She said, son, I'm existing to pay bills. That's a powerful question, an answer. And from there, you know, she told me, son, I need you to start living life and loving life and pray more. That's when I was down and out. You know, and ever since then, I just told myself, I can't give up. Giving up is too easy. You know, and one thing about playing sports is that they tell you, push it to the last whistle. You know, keep going. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how much you want to quit, no matter how much tears come out your eyes, no matter how empty your bank account is, no matter how cold it is outside, how rainy it is, how, you know, how hot it is, don't give up. Just get up and go. And I had to install that in myself. Then I have, you know, those who are close to me who always tell me, you know, yo, yo, you got a great brand. You got a great brand. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. And, you know, there are days when I had sales and days, days I didn't have sales. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just made me, when I got the sales, I was like, holy, you know, and then I just kept on pushing. I was like, yeah, that's another person, I just, uh, you know, who saw my brand and I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And then another one, you know, so you always have to do things to remind yourself every day to get up and go after it. Motivational speakers. I listen to Les Brown, Eric Thomas I like Eric daily. Thomas. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could be the same video I'm hearing again, but it just always reminds me, look, get up. You know, you're not the only one going through this. You know, other people have their own stress in life. They're mm-hmm. going through struggles themselves. We always got to figure out a way how to get through our own struggles ourselves. Hey,
0: you, you know what new thing has has motivated me and, like, moved me is the whole... Situation with the Colin Kaepernick and, and the advertisement, mm. when he was just like, "Don't, fi- don't feel that your dreams don't don't we worry that your dreams are crazy? Worry mm-hmm. that they're not crazy enough? Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. That, and, and that's that's true because we sometimes we lessen our voice, we lower our mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. so that people around us are comfortable. Yeah, that's one thing I kind of learned, like. I was in a situation where I was kind of being forced to dim my light so that the people around me felt better. And I was just like... Why? Why? <laughs>
3: you
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. what about you? When you're ready to quit or felt like quitting, what was your... Nah, I gotta keep going for
1: <laughs> Well, after I cry... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I call my dad. No, um, I do. Um, Let me see. Probably like my daughters, you know. It's a lot of responsibility. You have two beautiful
0: daughters. They're, they're so great. Thank
1: you. I mean, I have to go on about them, but, you know, they've been through some things. My daughter had a very... She's a very talented t- track runner, mm-hmm. D1, and she had a bad injury in high school, but she's running, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, you know, there's so many people. I have a very close friend who, who had a stroke, but she keeps going, I, you know, I think everyone I have around me has been through some really challenging things mm-hmm. and I see that they keep going and they inspire me I think all of my friends are huge inspirations to me and you know like I said I have a lot of support so mm. you know I can't I, what's my excuse yeah. mm-hmm. what about you, know? you
0: Cliff like when you feel like ready to quit we'll,
2: we'll keep going you already know my journey is a movie right yeah so. <laughs> no seriously like like i um, I, you know what it is? I'm the type of person that never really quits because I think it's like when you come back to talking about sports, right? Mm-hmm. It gives you the power to keep going. And um, I could talk about it because I'm proud that I'm still here. I had open-heart surgery. Wow. Right? Wow. 2015, December, December 17, 2015, I open-heart surgery. Wow. Right? And I'm telling you, when the doctors tell you, if you don't do this, Because I always play high school and college basketball. So when I got sick, I was like, doctor was like, okay, we could do surgery um, either Monday or Thursday. This is how they're talking to you. like, Oh, yeah. I'm like, you could keep putting me on medication. (laughs) I'm not doing open heart surgery. He said, son, if you don't do it now, I'm not going to put you on that table when you sick to the point where you ain't going to be able to make it. I said, oh, I just got married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got a big family. Oh, we could do it Monday or Thursday. And I'm still fighting the fight. Even with open heart surgery, I still work I'm just a hard worker, period because I know my I know there's somebody else that didn't have the opportunity to Absolutely have open right. heart surgery, mm-hmm. and I'm still fighting the fight, yeah. right I could talk about it because it's nothing I'm trying to be scared about and I, and I'm, and i'm i'm going I'm on the transplant list, so I will be getting a new heart wow. so and this is something the reason why I'm sharing it is because it's a topic that where you could be you could it could be easily be like okay. You know, keep it in the couple. People need to hear this. Right? Mm-hmm. And I still might live my life like nothing, nothing ever happened to me mm-hmm. because nobody is gonna, if people could say, oh, I'm sorry, what you, blah, blah, it's the fight, you whatever. If I sat there and just took the pills and medication, I wouldn't be able to go back to work and do the things I was. So I knew once that happened. And then also, I'm a new father. My daughter's about to turn two. I told her, surgery. I did this. You're about to turn two and everything. So I know I have to live my life and be here because mm-hmm. I have to raise my daughter. So she pick a respectful man, a good Haitian man, hopefully, wow. them, wow. and then carry on the legacy, right? <laughs> but I'm wow. sharing this, and this is this is something I'm, I'm listen. People who work with me know I had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm on the list for transplants still and stuff, but I don't live my life like that. I don't bring yeah. my and, and I work in a high end facility. I work in a facility every day where things get crazy, right? Right. But I don't bring that energy to work because nobody... what They, I, that, they don't deserve those problems that I'm talking about. Right. I always have the same energy because you know what it is? When stuff happens, you got to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. You know? People see me like, you don't, you don't look like... Whatever. What are you supposed to look like when you're sick? Let's see a scar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, it's one of those things where even when I was going through the process and this, he always been my supporter with basketball. He knows. And I, not to my own. I was really good in basketball. I went up to UB and... Get cast that work went on yeah. the break real quick or whatever yeah. but but I was always good in basketball or whatever and I always been through trials and tribulations she always pushed me to whatever so now we older oh, and it's time to return the favor I got to do that you mm-hmm. know when he's when he's willing to stop I got to now you got to push the guy going yeah. so you just got to keep fighting because you never know what people are going through yeah. so
0: I'm gonna you know end this topic and like and then move on to the next topic like what pushes me is like I. When he was going through his, you know, found out he had the open-heart surgery, I was just speechless because I'm thinking, like, he was always the athlete. I'm the one who's out of shape. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I kind of felt guilty, like, you know, why has it happened to him? This is something that I probably thought could have happened to me. And his, his demeanor, his strength, that was giving me example. And I was just like, I, I, I can't quit. Another thing is, you know, I when strangers, you know, like I said, like, you know, sometimes I read the reviews of someone who read the book and they say, you know, how how much the book I wrote moved them. Or like, you know, someone, like a stranger, you know, like I said, inbox me about the, the podcast and stuff like that. It just makes me feel like, you know what? I know I have so much more to do. Mm-hmm. My job is not done. Mm-hmm. I can't continue to live off of the fact that I have potential to do great things. I have to continue to try to do great things. Right. And that's what keeps me going, right? Because I feel like I haven't reached the potential that I know that right. I have. And right now potential is a curse word to me because I don't I'm too old for potential. Right. I need to just do things and knock things out. You know what I'm saying? All right. So the next topic is more on a relationship basis. You know, views from the friend zone. I get perspectives. And it's not necessarily we was talking earlier, it's not necessarily just about being you know friend in a relationship but it's just having that perspective outside of what everybody else is seeing you know sometimes you're on the sidelines and you're allowed to monitor and see what everybody's going through so the next topic is loving the wrong person and we've all been there mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying we've all like had that person like why can't I quit this person or why am I continuing to be in this relationship and this person's not not only beneficial but they're not helping my growth
1: I don't know what that means though. Loving the wrong person. How is love ever wrong?
0: Because sometimes love will make you blind. Like, cause you, like, you could be not. This sounds mean. You could be in love with a crackhead, right? And and hear <laughs> me out. You know that they have an addiction, right? That's not it. No, but you know that they have addiction, but they continue to jeopardize your life with their lifestyle, but you love them. And maybe maybe they need to get help on their own, but sometimes loving that wrong person is detrimental to your own growth. So the first sub-question is, how do you move on when you're in love with the wrong person?
3: Um, wow. Well, you know, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. It's hard. It is hard. It is something that it draws away energy from what you're doing. You know, because, I mean, think about energy, right? There's all types of energy around us. And we need our energy to focus on the things that we are doing. And loving the wrong person or still in love with someone who was no, who is no longer with you draws a lot of energy out of you. Because you're like, damn, what did I do wrong? You start questioning yourself. You, you actually, you, you, you know, you think back about all the things you have done either good or bad or so-so. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right, And it's draining because it's done. That person has moved on with their life. You know, whether they are married, whether they have a boyfriend, or whether they have kids. And sometimes you just have to, like, block it out. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to just say, you know what, you have to force yourself out of it. Because that's basically what we all do when we're moving on from someone else. Mm -hmm. In order for us to get over them, we have to just either fo- force it out or we start dating someone else. But even when we date someone else, we start still kind of think about the last person because yeah. we don't want to There's mess There's always up. that
0: crossover, right? right. Where you wow. still right. kind of love the last person right. and you're learning to love the new person. Right. So, like, I'm so,
1: the only uh, woman here, huh? <laughs> so,
0: so how, yeah, how do you move <laughs> on when you're in love with the wrong person?
1: I, I, I don't agree with being in love with the wrong person. I feel like, it's just from me, my own experience. Like... I'm someone could not be particularly good for you as Steiner was saying but me I still have love for each and every one of them <laughs> like I you know I have ex-husband we've been through it but I have love for him you know and there's still hug and kisses when I see him at this point mm-hmm. you know um, there's still some love but there's some level had, of love but there,
0: there was a breaking point where you knew that this relationship is no longer you know
1: but I'm not gonna contribute classif- to
0: my growth so I have to move on
1: but i don't classify it as wrong i it's more of a learning lesson it's more of an experience mm-hmm. it's it was it had to happen because okay. that made me who i am that gave me more knowledge to give to others so it's not like well out of that relationship that was wrong and i should have avoided it and it needs to be out of my life completely i think i still take it on i take on that relationship and it helps me in my profession i take on that relationship it helps me with my daughters um i take on that relationship it helps me be a better woman in my new relationship so I, I guess, I mean, I don't look at it as moving on. I look at it as taking it and putting it in the proper place and perspective to help me grow. Okay. Okay. What
0: about you, Cliff? How do you move on when you when you're in love with the wrong person?
1: How do you move on when
2: you're in love with the wrong person? Um, when you what you gotta do is first of all, if you to move on, you gotta. You can't go back looking at all the good things y'all did and stuff. What you call it? You just because you because right. you, you're not gonna grow into the new situation, right? right. You're never gonna be hands on to the new person you were. So first thing I think you should do, you should eliminate uh, uh, unless y'all <laughs> got kids. No, unless y'all got kids, you, you, you don't need to talk to that person anymore because what? or you unless you <laughs> unless you have kids with the person. You
1: guys are such men. I'm sorry. To listen, unless your, you missing this is why men like. Prosper, I guess. In no, love. unless because you, you just cut. Unless it. It.
2: unless you have kids you shouldn't be in contact with the person whatever. Because you're not building for the new relationship you are, right? Because in the new relationship you're gonna be like, you know what? She don't do the things that uh, wanda used mm. to do. She don't do this and whatever. So you I think you just cut off all communication on that well. side unless it's unless it's kids involved. Mm-hmm. When kids mm-hmm. is involved it's different, right? You're still gonna have that that communication. But other than that, you gotta move on. I don't know. You gotta so, leave the old uh, chapters. Uh, that's that's, that's me. I feel like like that's my opinion. Savage.
0: Well, in the
2: situa- <laughs> situation where I had I had to
0: move on, it, it it took. And me, I'm the type of person I always try to make things work. I try to work things out. So I think I had two two kind of aha moments. Mm-hmm. The first aha moment was her best friend behind her back and said, "Look, she's wasting your time. She doesn't deserve you. You should just move on." Her best friend behind her back told me that. And I was just like, ah. Then one day, I was sitting, we was, we was at dinner and stuff like that. I always remember this. We was watching the uh, the Oscars or whatever. And then, you know, she was just saying, Marvel, I think you're so great. You're the love of my life, this, that, and the other, and stuff like that. But things have been bad. And then she was just like, you're, you're the kind of person I want to be with in the future. When I'm ready to settle <laughs> down, Jeez. you'll be the person wow. with, mm-hmm. right?' And then I said to myself, and it was all good things she was saying, but I was thinking to myself, "Who am I going to be in the future that I haven't been to her already?" Right. Yeah, right. Those were the things the moving. So, ticket. so my my good enough or my best now was not good enough for her then. Right. So I had to move on because I was in love with someone who didn't value me. And and maybe sometimes you're not in that situation, but you gotta you gotta realize when you love someone that's not right for you should you continue to sacrifice your personal growth just to hold on to someone it hurts to let go but trust me there's better around the corner and a lot of times we don't take that step out in faith so I feel like you know what to move on from someone who's wrong you have to evaluate whether or not you're gonna be able to grow and enjoy life sticking to this person just because you love them
1: is it always a clear answer for you guys like, uh, like no I mean uh, do you just guys, you guys have these, no like, because <laughs> you know what it
2: is if you listen Relationships is emotional emotional investment, right? right? So if you if you keep going into it and you rely on the person, you're never gonna grow the new person. It's like you're and, living in the past. Exactly. The you never. It's like it's like you at your new job, but you keep thinking about the things you did at your old job. Right. You you. It's a start over plan. How are you starting over if you still thinking about what you doing what you did at your old job? You're not you, gonna be able to work because, as hard
0: because we have a limited time. I want to move on to the next topics, and then you know that way we could you know, answer all the questions. The next topic, the next question is, have you ever had a relationship where you kept letting the person back in?
3: (laughs) Yes, I have. Um, You know, I thought that that person was the right one for me Mm -hmm. and maybe it was my immaturity that, you know, made them go and then it's like, you know, know, they'll come back, you know, and, I I learned that sometimes it's can be just immaturity because we all have that. We all dated someone who we figured that we all know wasn't good for us, but mm-hmm. somehow we just felt or saw things in them that, and maybe that's what it was. I saw things in that person that made me happy inside. Like mm-hmm. you know, if it's going out, if it's cracking jokes, if it's just whatever, and it, and from that I kept on allowing them in,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and. I saw that the energy it took from me, how much it took out of me, mm. doing so and then the separation part and the going back in and separating again and it's back. It's a yo yo effect, yeah. right? And I just got tired of it. And I said, you know what? I have to put my foot down as a person because I have to do something. I have to grow. I have to get away from this. And mm. that's what I did.
0: Have you ever been in a relationship where you kept letting the person back <clears throat> in your life?
1: <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, what do you mean by that? Now you're asking the question. What do you mean by no, left just the like person you know, it's in just your like... life? Does it means you have an argument, you break up, you get back together? I mean, yeah. it's difficult. Yeah, like you
0: know, like you, on again, off again. We're good now. We're not good. We're good now. We're not good. Kind of like light switch kind of relationship. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I guess so. I guess you could classify it like that. <laughs>
0: okay. So, like, what what is the catalyst that allows you to stay in that relationship
1: hmm. um, I think with, with my situation it's just that it's kind of like what you were saying Marv a little bit about your past situation it's always a timing issue
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I think when you think about relationships there's no blanket rule for every single relationship with two different people um in this particular relationship, we're two people that have, we're in two different places in life, mm-hmm. and we can see where the two places will come together at a certain point. Okay. But that causes tension in itself. Okay. It causes frustration. But I think the willingness to work on it together and continue to work on it, you know, that w- that's what keeps you back together.
2: Have you ever been in a relationship where you can let person in and out? I mean, I I wasn't really the relationship type before my wife. Like, I had a couple of relationships, but I usually just deal with them how I deal with them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what right? I talk, <laughs> <laughs> so, right? I deal, I deal with them how I deal with them. I get that
1: feeling. I deal with them how I
2: deal with them. And it's funny because, like, literally, when the, the situation, I was, I was doing a lot. I was messing with a lot of girls at the time And then just, when I started talking to my wife Around that time I just asked her, the next person I deal with I'm going to take them more serious I remember and him she saying has, that And we married now Been together And we got our first uh, daughter And all that Which Right? Yeah Before I used to just do it on the, I was Deal with them hard though. <laughs> so, wow.
0: so me Of course Like I said The situation before And um We would just be like You know what Let's just Not talk to each other And then you know time elapsed and then you keep thinking about good memories or right. something to remind right. you of the person and then you hit them up hey how you doing kind of stuff like right. that and i just you know like i said i had to get to that point where it's just like i'm not growing like i i emotionally invested 3 to 4 years with this person and i had nothing to show for it it was no progression it was no growth it just it let, a lot of empty incomplete feelings so right. that 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 turnstile relationship. I'm not saying it might it might eventually lead for some people into a marriage and stuff. But I always feel like you know, how what are you? How are you growing as a person with this person in your life? When you have someone who's just in your life and then they leave and then they come back and like someone who really wants to build with you, mm-hmm. has the patience with you and also has a plan with you. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we don't date with a plan. We date with just a feeling and momentum, right. and momentum swings back right. and forth. You got to have a plan. So the last question on the topic is, um, where did you learn from that back and forth relationship, those who aren't in it?
3: Stop doing it. Ah. Stop <laughs> doing it, right? Oh, Stop so it. You know, because, <laughs> you know, here's the thing, right? <laughs> we all believe that you know, like, what what is that saying? Um, if you if you really truly love someone, if you love
0: that, someone, let them go. If they come back, right. they belong to you. Let not, you never they never was
3: yours. man. Come back, come yeah. back, right? Yeah. And to me, I'm like, look, man, just let them go. Yeah. You know, I have to be cold with it. I mean, we, I'm not a, I'm not a woman, so I can't be as emotional, right? Yeah. <laughs> but as a man, you know, I have to put my foot down in things for on my, myself. Yeah. Not because of that, because. There are screw-ups I've done. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong now. We are, I'm not a perfect person. Yeah. And I know that you know, a certain level of growth and maturity needs within all of us in you know, order for us to have that relationship level. Like, hey, you guys are married. Mm-hmm. You know, that's awesome. You know, And maybe you found out something within yourself that you said, you know what, I need to do this because I'm growing with this person. I just feel like you Man, know. days
2: are a walking process. It ain't easy. right. Mm-hmm. It, it, right. I've heard that from many folks.
3: You know. <laughs> it ain't easy. And I just don't want to jump into something like, say and just marry somebody because I can marry them. That's wrong to them, mm-hmm. right? And it's wrong to myself because happiness is one great thing we all want, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the one of the most hardest thing to get, especially mm-hmm. with someone who we think we are spending the rest of our life with. I've watched a lot of folks who are young getting married, having kids, and then divorcing like three years later. Like, yeah. whatever happened to the 20 and 30 and 40 years. I'm I think that's, that's the
0: most expensive thing in the world that people don't value. Enough. But you right. know happiness.
2: what it is? I think or to figure back a little bit what you're saying is that's our parents' generation, right? Because mm. our right. parents' generation, I witnessed it. My right. mom stayed with my pops. God rest his soul. He passed whatever. And my pops, you know, he's hard hardworking man, paid the bills, whatever. But, you know, he had his issues and stuff. Mm. But she stayed with him for the kids. Our parents are more to say, you know, I must take the sacrifice now, not us. New people that's married now, we like, yo, this ain't working out. Uh, how are we going to do this? Because
0: life is short, yo. Because know? you realize. Uh, I'm not one that lifetime contract with anything, yo. So here's the
3: thing, right? <laughs> I blame social media. We de- I was going to say <laughs> that. <We definitely laughs> need I was going to gonna say, we definitely no,
1: need to relationships one... are cheap now. You can just swipe and find somebody else <laughs> oh, that yes, that's, that's a fact. But, but we need, we need you w- wait, what was the question? So <laughs> What did what I learn? Did, what did you learn you from the what? back um, and forth relationship? You can say, I mean, I guess some people would classify a relationship as back and forth. What I've learned is when push comes to shove, I know he's down for me and I got his back through anything. I know when it's really on the line, he's there. And I think the problem is um, when you're looking back at these back and forth relationships, when the woman, because I mostly talk to women, when they look back and say, but what am I getting out of this? That's when they're like lost or they're, they're ready to leave. But when I, I guess we have our ups and downs, it's like, I'm getting support, I'm getting encouragement, yeah. I'm getting guidance, I'm getting financial, whatever it is, you know, you can see that, you know, maybe the person's maybe flawed and maybe you're flawed, but yeah. we're and learning to work together. Yeah, okay. so
0: I'm going to wrap up that so we can do the last topic. Mm-hmm. And um, what, I, what I learned from the situation was, one, that no matter how good you are to a person, mm-hmm. you can't make them overvalue how good you are to them. They have to truly appreciate it and truly want that from them. like. Like, you could love someone with all your being, mm-hmm. but if they're not really to accept it and embrace it... Right, absorb then, it. Absorb it, it. Right. then it, it could be a waste of your time and your energy. And I always feel like this. You have a finite amount of years on this earth. Like, we don't live forever. And then we're not young forever and we're not popping forever. Right. So use your popping years to the best of his ability. Don't let someone put you on the shelf and have you just dry up and then, then one day decide like, yo, I want something else. that can else. happen anyway. Any yeah. yeah. No, but yeah, but but it can happen at yeah, any time. But I feel like a lot of times we allow our good
3: Popping energy to, to just
0: to waste be wasted. Right. So if you were someone who doesn't really have a plan mm-hmm. and doesn't really have a, a, a trajectory of where your relationship should be, you gotta let it go, but no matter how hard it is.
3: It takes one person to help change you, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you know, and your I, wife came about and shows you a different path than life and now you're married now. You have a you have a kid. Yeah. So it takes sometimes a person to open your eyes up and yes, you know, we will come across various types of people, you know, and my mom, my mom told me something, I I, I love my mom a lot, despite we have bumps heads and here and there, right? She told me an important thing. She said, date. Date as much people you want. Doesn't mean have sex with them. Yes. Right? With every one of them because it makes no sense. She said, appreciate the personalities and find out which one makes you feel happy the most. Yeah. Once you figure that out, then you and that person could possibly have a same growth pattern if that person is willing to grow. Because remember, I'm a man, they're a woman. You know, And whoever they are, you're dating, that's your own personal business. Yeah. But my whole thing is if that person and you combine and mesh well and you feel like, yo, my heart is smiling and that person is smiling the same way, then I can see where you can plan out and you can start growing from yeah. there. Other than that, it's just lust in some manner. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to move on to the last topic. The last topic of the show is called Ask the Zone. Now, Ask the Zone is like a Dear Abby kind of thing where people reach out to Amanda. Shout out. First of all, I forgot to do this. Shout out to Amanda, aka Greedy Gut. Shout out to Mike, aka Open Sure Poppy. They're both not here today. They had family obligations. But you know, there's all, all love. So, anyway. So people reach out to Amanda and they ask her questions for us to discuss on the show. So it's funny how you said social media, mm-hmm. you know, affects relationships and make people. I always mm-hmm. feel like social pe- social media has made us feel like we more popping than we are. Like like we have yeah. so much more options right. because, you know, like you could swipe left or you could be in somebody's inbox kind of thing. So the, the, the question is, my girlfriend and I have been together for... For a year and a few months I'm not big on social media But she is I've posted a few pics of her and I But if you go on her page She has none of us You can't even tell that she's in a relationship Although it's only social media Should I be concerned When I bring it up to her She she says it's not a big deal And people don't need to know that she's involved As long as her friends and the media family knows That's all that matters That sounds like bullshit to me Am I bugging? And and, or, and think too deep, or is this a red flag? And I, when I, Amanda sent me the question, and I said to her, she is fronting. Because I, I hate this, I don't want to sound sexist, but being recognized on social media is huge for women. Wow. Huge. Really?
1: You're how many, generalizing how, how, ma- how
0: many women you, I, I, it is generalization, it is but a I'll lot. let y'all How real- many women you know? that is completely cool with not being acknowledged <clears throat> on social media.
1: I'm all right with it. First of all, y- y- there's an age thing for this, too. The, I, maybe the younger generation. We are right at that age where social media might be our thing, and it might not. But, you know, nah, it's, it's No, I, I, I guess it depends on the person. I, I think some people don't like having their stuff on social media because then if something goes wrong... They got to undo it, or people are so bold enough to ask on social media. Well, what happened? And that's a lot.
3: What about you? Um, I don't discuss my personal life. Period. I don't whether if I'm dating or in a relationship. I don't want. There's nothing for social media to know about. That's my private life. Okay. Um, I see so much things on social media that everyone wants to put their entire life Mm -hmm. on social media. Mm -hmm. They don't deserve to see what is going on in my life. Like you said, immediate family. And friends will know what's going on with me. Okay. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, those are people who are just trying to be nosy in your life. I've seen like I'll give you the other day, right? First day of school, for example. Everybody's a, a so happy to say kids first day of school. Yeah. Right? And I'm I know that's kind of off topic, <laughs> that, right? No, I know,
2: but that's but I've seen
3: everybody's yeah. pictures with their kids on there.
2: Yeah.
3: Why is your kids on social media? I understand you want to show your love for your kids and the growth of your family. I get that. Yeah. I get it but there's so much predators out there. Yeah,
0: but to me, that's a sidebar because, okay, some people are private and stuff like that. But if you're in a situation where you know, like, it's the difference between the person being, like, private on social media and that social media not a big deal. But if social media is important to this person, but they're keeping you hidden, yeah. you don't okay. think that's a flag? Why is so social wait, wait, wait. media important no, me, to me. the
2: person? I think it's a flag, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, social media, it's social media let's call, let's call it space space social media is big in relationships now mm-hmm. it's there, it, 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 it literally could control your relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why this person liking in person you, this, this, you might be researching you're the same guy I keep like, getting my way picture the same cause it'll mess with your mind right I think that's a red flag 100% because when you with somebody you should want to appreciate them and show them the love and respect and let everybody know listen if y'all both on social media. If that social media is just not your thing, then that's just not your thing. You can't force somebody to go on social right. media if that's not thing. I respect what you're saying, right? right? My social media is dedicated really to my daughter and my wife because that's my situation right now. That's And I don't boast on it just so everybody can see how because my situation is a little different. I express personal things with y'all, all right? So right. I'm grateful that I don't even hear that. I even get to share those moments. Right. So so I, I, I use social media as a share moment thing. Mm-hmm. But with the situation that ask from the friends, friends so She's definitely trying to hide him. I, no, I she's think that's trying to hide him. So my my thing, I, I also need to know.
0: I also would need to know how her page look, right? Because right. wow. if her page always looked like she's promoting herself, well, that's You know what I'm saying? Like, like she right. always got the the thirst traps going on. Yeah. And, 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 then, and then the, the, the pictures with with right. with the titties look crazy I, right. and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. You know, when when dudes dudes that. have five hundred <laughs> loves on it and mad spicy comments to her, and she's just like responding back to them with like kissy faces love kind of stuff like that to me you operating single and now I have an issue but but,
1: oh go ahead ahead. you know Mm -hmm. the issue the underlying issues are much deeper than social media here Mm -hmm. the issue is why is our relationship for public consumption why do you feel that you don't feel validated in your relationship unless other people acknowledge it? Why do you have to show everybody that you, the My thing is he is- posted her on his joint and that she won't return the same thing. love. I don't, I don't post my relationship on, I don't like post me and my boyfriend on social media too often, maybe once a year. He doesn't post me at all. He's not a social media person at all, mm-hmm. um, except for like his business. But like, I don't feel any type of way about it. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got something
3: real quick. I'm sorry to cut in. Make it quick,
0: cause we got okay. we got to So here's
3: it. this, right? The reason why I don't post nothing like that before is because I used to, once upon a time, mm-hmm. a friend of mine, all went to school together. Mm-hmm. We all know, but we can't, I'm not gonna call no okay. names out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saw my pictures of my girlfriend, right? How I lived in Florida. Found upon himself, now to reach out to her. Now this is somebody who I thought was like a brother. Engage in conversations with her, to the point that things went on. And he his response back to me was, "Oh, I thought that was some sort of short that you had, you know, dude, you know this was my girl." And things went on, so I didn't know about it until she was like, "Oh yeah, he just only bothered me on social media." And I was like, "Let me say to my boy, it was, it was good." Oh, I didn't know it was your girl. What you mean? Well, show me proof that I don't. I need to see. That you know, I could maybe I'm going crazy. Song playlists, pictures of them in another state, country, whatever. I was like, whoa! And this is the same person saying, "Oh, babe, I love you." Mm-hmm. After that, nobody needs to know nothing about my personal life.
2: Guys, that was a personal experience, and I get it because you, you know felt I mean. like you know that happens, but social media it, it's all hot like like i said i can respect that he doesn't some people are not involved like my older brother he don't care for that at all he's mm-hmm. like listen i don't want no drama with it but some so, some relationships are, are are going because of social media my, my i'm gonna say and this I'll let, that's, that's, that's I'll let you i'll let you close this out because of social media. Yeah.
0: i'll let you close it out my thing about it is like this you know i don't live and die by the fact that you know i got it like my wife she took herself out of social media because of the pettiness that some people have. My thing about it is, if I tell you that I think it's weird and you can't throw up, like, one picture of us, I think it's I If think you it's, told it's me funny. that as
1: a man, I'd be like, dude, like, why are you not secure in this relationship? Like, okay. seriously. I
3: have a question for everybody. Mm-hmm. Let's say, well, you guys are married, right? But let's say, hypothetically, we all single here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God bless you with the perfect, perfect person. I'm talking about Everything. You could picture in your mind, mm-hmm. and they ask one question. I already got that. No, go ahead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and they ask you one question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not post me on social media. Perfect person. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay,
3: I'm talking about no cheating, nothing like that. Mm. They are straight up your sent, your gift from yeah. God. What would you do if they say don't do that? I wouldn't do it. I
0: wouldn't
2: do Can it. Can you
3: imagine? What do you say? Of not. Okay, can you imagine I have said that to a certain one of my friends, and you know what they said to me, "Nah, he might be cheating." I said, "This is a God sent person." They cannot stand it because they was it's, like, "It's just to weird. It's too weird." You know what I'm
0: saying? It's a confidence
1: <laughs> matter. If you're confident, you don't need the validation. I don't need to be your model on right. your page,
0: dude. You're not bugging. She's hiding you. She she She's keeping you on the side <laughs> And tell her like Tell her like yo confidence. Acknowledge me Say my name oh Say my, my name yeah, on <laughs> All right I so thank you. That's the end of this episode I really appreciate you guys Coming through Before we head out I want you guys to shout out What y'all got going How people can reach out to you
3: All right so this is Steiner Woodruff once again CEO of Live Life Love Life Also I'd like a shout out My co-CEO My younger sister Dara Cunningham Hutchinson um, we are working on a number of projects because Live Life, Love Life is all about inspiring the uninspired, okay? Mm-hmm. We will be trying to do things like, you know, new t-shirts. You can check our website out, Live Life, love life 365.com. Our Instagram is the same. And also, we want to work on projects like 5K runs, you know, or Live Life, Love Life health fairs and things to start inspiring people to, you know, Live Be life better. more. Be better with yeah. themselves. Have fun with life, okay? Mm-hmm. So look out for our website. Look out for our Instagram. We will post some stuff there. Um, other than that, you know, I just want everybody to know that life, we only have one, okay? Mm-hmm. Live it. Love it. Live have it fun with it no matter what. You know, we, You know, I lost some friends the other day. They're mm-hmm. my age. Mm-hmm. And it is hurtful to know that, that they're, right. they're going so early. And I would tell folks, If it's something petty, you know, that you have with someone, fix it. If you know you can fix it. If you uh, sit in your home wondering about, I can't do nothing in my life, get out. Do something with your life. Travel. Make it happen with yourself because you know what? We're not guaranteed for tomorrow. Nice.
1: Um, you can reach me, you can inbox me, you can booty call me, it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Most-
0: legal booty call about legal stuff. Don't uh, have hey, her hey, man I all up in your neck.
1: <laughs> Madeline L. Mosteller, Facebook. Um, my email, mmosteller at My website's coming soon. Um, but yeah, family law, anything you need, uh, give me a call. Okay. I
2: ain't got nothing really going right now i'm just thankful well, oh
1: can i also say i'm also working a nonprofit, which is connecting single moms and um, high school students with professionals to help them either get into college financial aid processing and also mentoring connecting youth with professionals in the community when that's
0: up and running i definitely want to help out and mentors so i'm starting me that go.
1: so if you have any college questions or things like that you need a mentor also please nice. reach out
0: so, you know, I want to um, say, you know, shout out to everybody who's continuing to support the podcast, you know, live life, love life, go out and support, go out and support Madeline. Um, shout out to Love, Peace, and Slander podcast or show. They had me as a guest this week. Love, Peace, and Slander. You could get them on the pregame radio network. On YouTube, shout out to Lit BKNY. they have a T-shirt brand out in Brooklyn. You're gonna see me with their T-shirts as well. You know, sh- support live life, love life. Like I always tell to everyone, you know, go out there and chase your legacy because you know your liabilities, exact. You know, they they go real quick, but your legacy lasts forever. And we out, peace, peace. peace. Bye. So was
2: So. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. That was cool. I like yeah.
2: that. Yeah. yeah.